Welcome everyone to the Outtakes Movie Podcast. I am Sam and we're back and we are still going on our quest to go through every single movie ever made and objectively rank them best to worst of all time. Joined as always by my amazing team, Amelia Wagwan. Hello, how we doing? Joe? Ask you for once. What's that? Oh my god, I'm not, I'm not prepared to answer questions. What is this? A dialogue? No, thank you. Joe? Yeah, man. Not, not, not bad. Can't complain. And it's a bit hot. Jacob. Bit, bit hot too. Bit hot. It's a bit hot. Bit hot. We've, we've moved from being bored and stuck in lockdown to cooking inside. So it's good. Yeah. It's going to be nice and toasty by the end of this one. So this week's movie is Street Fighter the movie, which is kind of remembered as one of the like best worst movies of all time. It's debatable. <laughs> it's... Uh, um, <laughs> I picked it so we could all have a good laugh. Make sure, well, I was going to say make sure you've seen the movie because we're going to be spoiling it, but <laughs> it's the Street Fighter movie. So, <laughs> um, it came out in 1994, December 23rd. So let's have a quick look back in pop chart history. Well, pop culture history and see what was going on at the time. So this is nowhere this near. came out the day before Christmas Eve. The day before Christmas Eve. What? Yeah, you could have gone. Imagine, it's Christmas Day. You go out with your family and see Jean-Claude Van Damme awkwardly pretend like he can speak English. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, surprisingly, not very Christmassy in the pop charts. 1994, I don't know what was going on. So let's go through it. So <laughs> number 25 was, I had to check this, I had to Google this, was a remix of, you know that song from like the 60s or something, maybe even earlier, When I'm Cleaning Windows? When I'm cleaning windows. Yeah, the weird comedy yeah. song. A remix, a dance remix of that. <laughs> was, when I'm cleaning windows, 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 windows. You're not wrong. That sounds bizarre. The mid 90s, man, mid 90s. Um, there was nothing else I recognized all the way up until number nine, which was our first Christmas song. Well, actually, I don't even recognize this. Um, Please Come Home for Christmas, Bon Jovi. I didn't know Bon Jovi had a Christmas. I guess you can call that a hit, but it's been. I mean, it forgotten. is 1994, so them having a Christmas hit doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah, I suppose it's easy it's to forget that like Bieber's technically had a Christmas hit. Ugh. It's the most beautiful time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, Very nice. <laughs> number seven. What dick? Was uh, Cotton Eye Joe? By the Rednecks. Oh, yes. Yes. These are all the, yes. like, our disco classics. Bro. What a song. Right. Okay. Oh, man. Number four. Number four. The Power Rangers theme tune. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> oh, man. Well done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to imagine that was number one at some point. To get that high, I have to imagine it was number one at some point. Uh, number two. This, now we're in typical territory. All I Want by Mariah and Stay Another Day. So those are your two big Christmas hits for the Fair year. Enough. Uh, over in the world of video games, it was a weird year. The SNES was still out and popular. The only thing that came out around this time was, and this is only interesting if you're into like really weird nerdy shit, uh, Bungie released a game called Marathon, which was a Doom clone, but it essentially laid the bedrock for what they'd start to do with Halo later on. So that's uh. historically relevant. And... Uh, in the world of cinema, earlier in the month, <laughs> this is not a good year. <laughs> you, uh, I know some people are doing like cool movie marathons recently where it's like 
everyone's got to pick a movie from the year they were born. If you were born in 1994, if you were born in December 1994 specifically, you could have chosen, well, you could have chose this, Street Fighter. You could choose the first Dumb and Dumber. You could choose Richie Rich. Or you could choose the Jungle Book 90s live action movie. Is it a live action Yeah, know. did you not know? In, in the 90s? Yeah, they show it on Channel 5 oh. every like weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it's not uh, good. I didn't even know. It is shit. <laughs> it's very, it's exceedingly yeah. shit. Mowgli's like a man though, in it. It's weird. Ooh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, is it weird movie. The Disney, is it Disney? No. Because there's one well, coming up that's Disney. I don't know that it's Disney. It doesn't feel like a Disney production, but it might be. Shall I, if I quickly snap a picture mm-hmm. of it so I can show you guys quickly. It's absolutely terrifying. It looks like they should have got Michael Jackson to play the role of this, like. <laughs> yes. That's it. Ah. Oh, it is Disney. Oh, it is Disney. Ooh. Look at him. He's terrifying. Mm-mm-mm. Not fun. Weird times, one. Weird times. Okay. So, yeah. This fucking movie. You a fan of video games? Great. You're probably not that interested in seeing them in movie form. It's fine. The, it's the 90s through the early 2000s. It's all we fucking got. So, what's the plot of this movie? Let's... <laughs> you know, right. Genuinely, before you say the plot, it took me about an hour to figure out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I couldn't follow this thing at all. I was like, I, I was like, I felt like I had to play the game, but I know that the game. You wouldn't be helped. You wouldn't be like, helped by yeah. playing the game. I was gonna ask. Yeah, to Street Fighter is just it's very similar to Mortal Kombat, right? It, yeah, in a sense. So it's just it's, it's kind of two people just sort of fighting on a. Platform. Yeah, on a two D plane. That's it. Yeah, that's basically yeah. it, right? How do they make this from that concept? <laughs> okay, so Street Fighter does have a story. Like, all fighting games do have stories. Right. But because the nature of the way they used to tell the stories was that you'd pick a character and they would have a campaign and they would all get an ending. It was kind of like you would have a, you'd build a world by the end of it, but there wasn't really a solid story. You'd always have, like, one villain, but it didn't really matter what they were doing. It's just they'd be the final boss. And then you get an ending for your character. That typically was M. Bison, played by Raul Julia in this. Raul Julia, who, in my opinion, saves this movie. <laughs> like, like, it does not yeah. matter that it's a video game tie-in. No one would be talking about this movie 26 years later if it wasn't for his performance of M. Bison. Guaranteed. Um, but yeah, it, it, I totally know what you mean. It's It's... I am somewhat familiar with the Street Fighter story and they still took like massive creative liberties. You're not helped by knowing the lore. If you do really care about it, I don't think you'd be interested in watching it in this form. Really? You'd probably just be sat there for nearly two hours going, I'd probably rather just play the game. And if you don't know it, then it's this mismatched weird plot where half of the characters... They've got the names of people from Street Fighter, but like <laughs> that's sort of it. So your main A story, which takes, they spend so much time faffing around, but your main A story is basically this. M. Bison is this weird dictator who's got this plan to create a utopia, Bisonopolis, 
and he's <laughs> he's holding he's holding a bunch of captives in this fictional place called is it shooter shooter shooterloo shooters something god i don't know i couldn't tell you it was it doesn't really it doesn't it it? does not really matter somewhere over there um (laughs) he's he's holding these hostages and guile played by jean-claude van damme the belgian real american hero has to uh gather the army together in order to stop him but it's just a normal weird war movie until the government decide to pay off M. Bison. So that means our, he- our hero can go rogue and become a real American hero by saying, fuck See, you. I'm going to go there uh, and beat them the real American way with guns and kicking and explosions. This is my issue with this bit, you know, because like by him not following those orders doesn't that make him a war criminal yes yeah isn't yeah it that does the reason isn't that the whole plot of apocalypse now is that the guy he's chasing is the guy who didn't follow orders that's the whole plot like this is a prequel to apocalypse now just saying <laughs> and, and and that's a film theory and a half there you go and then fucking uh, marlon brando plays an older version of the character is it Giles? Guile, yeah. He just he just changed his name. There you go. That's, uh, uh, so this is this is strange for numerous reasons. For one, not a lot of street fighting happens in this movie called Street Fighter. Um, the closest we get, I'd say, is a bit of the Guile versus Bison fight at the end, which kind of takes place on a two D plane for a bit. Like they sort <laughs> of do a bit of back and forth which is in a secret facility, not a street. And the actual main character of the franchise, Ryu, is relegated to a side character who I don't fully understand what, what he's so you, doing. The guy's selling the tennis ball guns to the guy with the eye Yeah, who ends up in the white gi with right. the red headband. That's Ryu. That's, that's your typical sure. main character of Street Fighter. Oh, I reckon. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the muscles. Now, now, okay, yeah. yeah. And did he ever wear the red headband? Now you're saying it. I don't think he did. He got a, a white gi. He was. Yeah. If he put the red headband on, I would have been like, "Oh, that. Oh, okay." <laughs> he does. He he but, does also very briefly do the Hadouken, but they're not willing to commit to the ball coming out. So he just does this at a guy's chest. And he doesn't say it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's so quick. Exactly. It's so quick. So that's all you can really say for the main story because there's so much fucking about. So to get to your periphery, you just got to talk about the characters and their weird side stories that aren't important, but they are in the movie. So Bison is just M. Bison. There's no real change to him. He's always been a weird, maniacal, evil dude, except in the games... He's got pecs bigger than his own head, and his head is also extremely big, and magical powers, and is generally considered a threat. Whereas in this, it's more for comedy. But that's fine. He, it's the only thing carrying me through this movie. Guile, in this movie, is just Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. I was really sad when I googled the character and found that um, he didn't, in the film, have that weird... Her style looks like a mushroom cloud that's just been cut off <laughs> yeah. halfway. Which is perfectly really flatly sad. shaved as well at the top. 
Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. I really wanted that. I wanted to just commit to it and just do that. And then by looking at that, I actually found like a fan edit where someone had put together the ideal cast for a remake of Street Fighter. Oh my and god! And the person they cast as Guile was Chris Evans, but they'd given him the hair, <laughs> so it was like <laughs> it was very weird to look at. But like, I mean, so it makes sense why they didn't do it for this. But this film's just weird to begin with. So just commit, yeah. you know what I mean? Just uh, go for it. I mean, Guile, Guile has traditionally never been a, like a big character in, in the franchise anyway. It's just he's always been the American soldier one. And I think as the decision to adapt this into a very traditional, if not child slanted action movie, probably more just led to like make him the lead. Apparently, Amelia, you, you've seen something, definitely. Yeah, I was just waiting. Do, okay. you, do you want to see the picture of Chris Evans? Yes, I do. Okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna slowly bring it into frame. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Look at it. It's fucking weird, isn't it? <laughs> Stunning. Look at that. There you go. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So, so it's, it's it's all weird stuff. Apparently, Van Cla- Van Clam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Van Dam was a um, a problem on set. So I think this is one of his f- actual first action movies. Certainly there's stories that I've heard that he didn't know very much English when he was cast. So he's that, which hence the weird delivery, uh, of some of the lines. Um, but also he had a huge ego. Didn't really want to spend that much time with a lot of the cast did want to spend a lot of time with Kylie Minogue, who apparently he was having an affair with on set. Um, and, Oh God, I'd need to find the number. He brought a lot of cocaine to set. He brought a lot of cocaine. I mean, if you're working on a film like this, maybe he needed it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Doing all the jumping around and the, the fucking... Some of the dialogue they forced him to say. Oh God, maybe I know. Maybe he just needed the extra kick. I mean, so before I carry on then, because I, I shouldn't have skipped over it. I mean, I've already praised him a little bit. So Raul, Raul Julia playing in Bison... When production of this film started, they discovered, well, he discovered that he had cancer um, and died shortly after production, which is why this movie's dedicated to him when you get to the credits. Um, okay. He is the only one that knows what movie he's in, definitely. He's the only one that really understands the lunacy of it all and commits. And apparently the stunt coordinator didn't really have much knowledge of video games. So it was like, it was a case of like, they put together a lot of stunts and then they played the games and they were like, we want to incorporate fight moves from the games, but I don't know how to do that. So they had to rearrange a bunch of stuff. And because of Julia's um, diagnosis, they had to shoot all those bison fight scenes first and just kind of get them done. Um, just in case his health deteriorated. And that meant that a lot of the other actors were given... Sorry, that was disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) They were given their... um, They were given their their fight moves, their choreography, like 20 minutes before they were due to do it. Oof. Um, Apparently, the guy who played Ryu actually hired, like... um, some a taekwondo guy personally just to kind of teach him on the side because they had no idea what was going on messy production um yeah i think i think especially considering the diagnosis raul julia did 
stunning job in this. Yeah. Um, Chun Li in the games, she's your blue uh, dress lady who does all the kicks um, and is described as the strongest woman in the world. In this, she is an undercover reporter, <laughs> which is an odd choice. And she's played by Mulan, Ming Na Wen. Um, oh, really? Yes. She's, she's yeah, she's also thingy. Um, the, the, the chicken agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. who's really cool. Agent May. Agent May. Oh, yeah. I thought I recognized May. her, actually. Yeah. I didn't um, bother to check is, as soon as, was, as soon as she popped up, I was like, oh, she's, she's going to do some fighting. <laughs> <laughs> that's who she is. I was like, she's going to do some fighting. Can we all appreciate... So, some, a lot of the fights in this are weird. I really liked her flying kick that she does to Bison where it comes out of nowhere and she's definitely on wires. That was great fun. Um, I feel like that's yeah. most of the kicks. Fucking, <laughs> what, what's better? What's better? Is, is, it the, is it the flying kick she does where it's on wires or is it the kicks that Kylie Minogue does where she yells, thrust kick, thrust kick. Every <laughs> time she does it. <laughs> I, you know, is, right, the character she's playing, yes. is her character supposed to be British? Yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if they, if like Americans just got confused between Australians <laughs> and British people. Uh, maybe they, they did. Maybe they do. did. I think she was trying to do an accent because that's not normally how she sounds, but it wasn't, it didn't work. It certainly didn't work. Why was she in this? I didn't even realize it was her until like halfway through the film and then just clicked and I was like, holy shit, that's coming up. And then, as soon as I, as soon as I realised it, her accent just like fell apart in my brain. I don't know what <laughs> happened. I just, I don't, I don't get what happened. I was like, one minute she was just speaking, and then it's like, oh shit, it's coming over. And then she was just suddenly Australian. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, perhaps, perhaps they just kind of cared less the more the production went on. Maybe you know, you never know. Uh, I mean, there, there was like a weird, I don't know if anyone else felt like this. There was a weird moment and I can't tell you the exact point in the movie, but it felt like two different movies started happening because the, the, the start of the movie is like a weird, basic, uh, stupid action movie with just like action movie production um, design and costume design. And then the back half is a video game movie where everyone's like in-game costumes sh start showing up for seemingly yeah. no reason. Like, yeah. Cammy's wearing just a full army get-up, and then at some point she takes her top off and we don't know why, and she's got, like, a skin-tight leotard on. <laughs> Almost. The sweaty boys in production were like, we've got to get her titties out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, this is, this is a, 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 an important thing, because there's a lot of, like, weird... I was going to say underlying, but it, some of it's pretty straight up like sexism in just the direction so and writing so you know m bison captures chung lee and her team and takes her team off to be tortured but then gets her into his private quarters and puts on like a leopard print version of his costume <laughs> and gets her See, into a weird I, I started getting like really concerned when this started to happen cause like, <laughs> is this film gonna take a weird turn here because i'm i'm not i'm not ready for this like, like he, he gets her cuffed and makes her change costume and does up a her and her makeup. And he was definitely gonna, he was definitely gonna like, ooh. and then at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, um, 
Dial, who's only had conf- like confrontive dialogue with Chun Li beforehand, starts just checking out her ass, and she spots so it, weird. and she's like, "Yeah, he's checking out my ass." <laughs> so weird. Oh my god! Isn't so it so weird? There's a small part of me that wants to commend them because in the games, Cammy's costume is just boots, gloves. An army hat and a green leotard and nothing else. That's it. It's That's a all she wears. Wedgie of a leotard as well. It, yes, it is. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> there is, however, they did release a Street Fighter the movie the game. Where oh, I saw this actually, yeah. Uh. <laughs> they uh, they filmed all of the actors in the actual video game costumes doing some of the moves. And then they placed that into the game, which is actually the way they used to do Mortal Kombat. They actually filmed actors in costumes doing it. So they, so they did that for this, so they could have a Street Fighter movie the game. So you can see Kylo Minogue looking like that, albeit very bit crushed, if that's your thing, I guess. You know, go and seek it out, you weirdo. Um, so we've, we've basically covered Kami there, who's, who's basically just the same. Uh, we've got Ryu and Ken, who are normally these like highly trained martial arts experts but in this one are con men i think what i have was, no idea what are they planning to do just like rock up to this serious criminal and try and sell him fake weapons yeah what what the bit then the, the bit with the eye patch guys like, all right stand in front of these guns we're, we're gonna shoot you and it was, what you're not afraid of your own weapons i was like what? <laughs> hang on <laughs> Are they not afraid because they know what they are? Or are they just... They think they've been... Why is he saying, are you not afraid? Because these are supposed to be machine... <laughs> oh, the <laughs> turning in his head. <laughs> That's just it's the whole... Just, it didn't make any sense. No, one bit. the reaction to the whole film, really, wasn't it? Like, just like a loading bar, just going like round. <laughs> That's that, that, the whole film. Um, so we've also got... Um, e Honda, who is normally a big sumo guy, who is still a big sumo guy, but he's also an undercover news van guy. That's his job. Um, there was a great bit of dialogue in this, which I might have misheard. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interpret it two different ways. So there is a sensible way and there is the way I want it to be. And I think it is. So Ryu spots Honda and goes, Yuri Honda, you nearly beat. And he either says the Yokozuna or just Yokozuna. And depending on which one he said, changes it dif- like, totally. So if he said the Yokozuna, Yokozuna is the name for just a high-ranking person within sumo wrestling, like one of the best in the world at it, which might be what it is. If he's just said, you nearly beat Yokozuna, Yokozuna is a professional wrestler who was active at the time of the movie and was the WWF <laughs> champion who was a fake, his character was that he was a sumo wrestler, but he wasn't really a sumo wrestler. And he was also technically a fake Japanese person because he was really Samoan, but they just gave him like a Japanese hairstyle and pretended that he was from Japan. (laughs) Oh no. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. And given all the weirdness of that, I really hope that he actually just said you nearly beat Yokozuna, implying that Yokozuna, the fake sumo wrestler, fake wrestler, and fake Japanese person is actually a real all those things in the Street Fighter universe. That's your boy. <laughs> That's him. 
<laughs> yeah, he doesn't even look Japanese to begin with. No. Like, no, like not nothing. No. He doesn't. <laughs> um, who else have we got? Uh, we got Vega, who is just Vega. That's what he looks like in the games. He's pretty cool. He gets his mask. He gets his claw. I appreciated that as someone who's oh, played the, the games. the guy who's like oh. kind of Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, the guy who's like kind of Wolverine. Oh, okay. Um, Sagat is just a gang leader who's a boring gang leader. Um, Blanca, who's normally a giant green monster who can generate electricity in his body, is Giles Bezzy mate, who he rats out at the start of the movie, who's like, Charlie, no, I'm going to come <laughs> for you. And then Bison's immediately like, ooh, friends. <laughs> Who gets tortured well, to be slightly no, bigger and wear a wig. That's not even the worst bit, though. He doesn't say it like he, he like, he, when he says it to his mate, it tells him he's going to come get him. He like whispers it almost as if it's like he's just talking directly to him. It's like <laughs> at the end, he's like, don't worry, I'm, I'm going to come get you, Blind. Don't worry. And it's like, you know, you're on TV. Like, millions of people are watching right now. Who the fuck are you whispering to? In it. It's like, it's, oh, it's so fucking weird. The logic on display in this film, constantly, incredible. Um, pardon me. Dal Sim, who is the doctor who is kidnapped and forced to work on making Blanca, who is normally this crazy, like, Mr. Fantastic sort of guy who floats and can stretch his arms out, but we, we don't get any of that because that would be fun. Um, who else have we got? Balrog, who is, looks the same as he does, who's the boxer, who's an undercover camera guy. I don't know how many people in the, in the journalism secretly hate this one guy, but apparently there's at least three of them who have all met up here. Um, Isn't that the name of that fire Satan demon from Lord of the Rings as well? The yes, Balrog. the Balrog is, yeah, what kills Gandalf. Um... We've got Zangief, who's the comedy relief henchman, the really big guy with the Mohawk, who also has some great bits in this movie. Uh, my favorite one being, yeah. I think you know which bit I'm going to say, where it's Cammy goes to destroy that van with all the uh, weapons in it, like it goes to blow it up. And in order to try and stop the van blowing up, he says, quick, change the channel. Yeah, that was... That's good, man. Uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking stupid, but I, I laughed at that. Yeah. I hate to admit it, <laughs> yeah, but I did. I laughed at that. I did. I did. So, well, the thing is, is, there's a lot of bits in this that make me think that if this was a, just a dumb comedy kids movie, like Three Ninjas or those 90s Ninja Turtles movie, it still wouldn't be good, but like, it just doesn't know what it wants to be. It's this, there's a lot of it where it takes itself too seriously, and I, I I completely fall away from it. And the bits where it's just comedy, like there's there's the other comedy henchman guy who's called DJ, who I do. There is some bits in it which it's it's just not it's just not okay. Um, there is a pretty funny bit where Bison's like, ah, the enemy's at our door. We'll battle them together, won't we, DJ? And DJ's sneaking off in the back, <laughs> hoping oh, yeah. not to get noticed. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Um, but the, I, the bit that I'm not okay with was the joke, inverted commas. Well, well the, the start of this is a pretty good joke, I think. Where, and Bison's like, let's see if they've dumped the money in my Swiss bank account. And his big screen displays his Swiss bank account. And it 
displays all the information one by one, and then when it says zero, it goes, eh, it makes like a <laughs> siren noise. <laughs> and he asks, DJ, is the money in there? And there is only one reason he does this. DJ goes, oh, hell no. Could have, could have just said no. Could have just. <laughs> I know. I get what the joke's supposed to be. It's not okay. <laughs> Wasn't okay in the nineties. It ain't okay now. Um, and T Hawk, who's not a character, who is a Native American in the game, and in this movie, he's just Cammy's mate, and that's your cast, and they're all going about doing lots of different things, but it doesn't matter. There's tennis ball guns. There's belly dancing. Lots of things happen in this movie. None of it matters. None of it's good. <laughs> um, oh, so, it's mostly known for two things now, which is one, just the weirdness of the fight scenes, and two, the performance of Raul Julia. So, with the fight scenes... We talked about the kicks, the flying kicks, the thrust kicks. Uh, there is really only two other fight scenes that I kind of think we could talk about and have some fun with, which are one, the weird bit with Honda and Zangief where they go to Bison's model village and you can hear Godzilla roaring. Oh, you know what, actually? Oh, no. Oh no, sorry, I don't remember. I don't remember that happening. Really? No, I, I Again, do. I'm pretty sure. I remember it, it took me like three attempts to watch this. Oh yeah, no, really? Same. I've been trying to watch it for like past two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I put it on. I was like, oh, right now, I'll come back to it, and then came back to it again. I thought, mm, to be fair, <laughs> no, not yet. I don't think. Would I class this as multiple attempts? I did have to keep pausing it and doing something else. Like it was only like a ten minute break, but I did have to keep pausing it and doing something else. Like I had to actively go do other things for my for my brain not to like melt while watching this film. Like legit, yeah. it was just. It's just like it, it makes it just spread out a little bit more, so you're enduring more pain. Because <laughs> the start to end time is however long as you want it is is. is. But then again, it's less concentrated. I guess. Do we th- so is that better? Do we think part of the problem for this movie, maybe, and I think it it is, is. There isn't a focus main character. There sort of is, and it's Guile, but he's off doing something else for most of the movie in meeting rooms. He's, it's pretty boring. And then you've got this excess massive cast, and you're not introduced to them in interesting ways, and they're just all doing stuff. Like, it feels like the first hour, hour maybe hour 10, it's just think, people doing things, and it's boring. And there's too many of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't guess- see how you'd make a good street fighter movie. You, I don't think you could. Yeah, I don't think you could. I didn't think... Uh, no, especially not with all the characters. If you were to do... The only way I could see it working is if... Like, Marvel didn't make Avengers with all their characters in it straight away. Yeah. Dedicated time to each one. Whether there's enough backstory for each stri- street fighter character to do that and have them do something at the end, sure, but that's not what Street Fighter is about. It's not called Street Fighter Assemble. <laughs> there is, there is what? a movie called Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li, which I think was supposed to start that as an idea, 
which mostly focuses oh. on her and it's not good and it's just a really oh. bad like kind of girl power action flick but not girl power in an actual fun way where you can have fun with it it's kind of like we are writing a strong woman so the way we're going to do that is just write a psychopath you know like hit girl like the way mike miller writes all his women like great uh, yeah. um <laughs> maybe it's just impossible then Definitely they wise. did plan however <laughs> for that movie to be a sequel to to, to, the, to this movie uh in weird ways so they actually asked Van Damme to come back. He was the only one they did ask. And he said no. So... <laughs> <sighs> what a... Um, yeah, fair or fucking enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there's not been... Am I misremembering anything? There's not been a good video game movie. And I think as an entire industry, they need to just come to terms with the fact that there ain't going to be one. Really? No. Um, you can you can pull from like a wider universe I think the strongest one maybe is Detective Pikachu and that's still not a good movie that's still a messy movie have you seen Tomb Raider the newer one with um, I've not uh, is it okay Angelina Jolie it's alright it's, it's pretty it's better than this yeah it's it's one of the better yeah, video game movies yeah but then again, loads of people will argue that Angry Birds is the best video game movie. <laughs> whether or not you classify Angry Birds We're as a video game. I'd the say it is. The Hedgehog as well, guys. Oh, I, oh, I hope that's not terrible forget. either, you know. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine I'm going to watch it, but I mean, I might do just for like the lulls, I guess. But well, this I is the thing though. Is terrible. A lot of people said it's actually pretty all right. And if it's actually all right, like... Why would I? I would only watch a Sonic movie if it's going to be really bad. Seriously. Yeah. Like it's no fun when it's actually okay. Yeah. I enjoy it. If if I want if, it to be so bad I can laugh what? at it. If the best thing it can be is like I don't know, hop. You know, like I'm not. I can't say I'm really interested in that. Nah. <laughs> or the Smurfs movie. Do people like that? Like that's that's the upper tier of what Sonic could be, really. I mean, I haven't watched them because I don't care about them. <laughs> oh, I, just, I don't care. See, just I'm, will I watch Sonic? No, don't don't care. There's, there's certain things like Sonic, like um, if they were going to make like a Mario movie, things like that. If they they are have they to, are making are a Mario movie. Oh, so th there was a there was a live to. action Mario movie in the '90s, which is really funny and that, bad. Yeah. And they are making a, an animated Mario movie, but well, guess yeah. who's at, guess who's doing it? Oh God! Don't it's, want a, it's, it's illumination, illumination of making the Mario movie. Where the fuck were we? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we question. were just finishing up talking about characters. Did we, did, does anyone like anyone apart from M Bison? Um, I didn't even. Uh, I don't remember anyone. Else. He was in the wrong movie. He was in the he wrong movie. Be like a. This to me felt like almost a GI Joe movie. Yes. Yeah. It w I think it would have fit much better. Is because everyone in an action movie they all know martial arts and kung fu, right? Yeah. Or maybe not specifically kung fu, but yeah, that they all just do martial arts. It's not that special anymore. Everyone knows how to fight in an action movie. So making a film about fighting. It's not that unique. Unless your fights are really something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that unique. So this could have just been a 90s over-the-top 
like that when they get that stealth boat out of fucking nowhere I was like oh what <laughs> what he could turn why would you want a boat that leaves trails behind it that can turn invisible you can just see where it, it's just making waves behind <laughs> it you can you can see why maybe make it it's invisible? two crocs like synchronized swimming <laughs> I think like, I think you're spot on with the GI Joe thing. Honestly, I think you're spot on. I think on. it would have been really good. Um yeah. that's that's crazy. I think yeah, did you see I've not seen the sequel, but did anyone see the first GI Joe movie? Yeah, I hardly remember Years it. Years ago. That's how bad it was. With the Eiffel Tower yeah, it. they melt the Eiffel Tower. I did see that. What? It was Did he actually? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. remember that. Christopher Eccleston has like some uh RP like green glowing RPGs that he shoots at the Eiffel Tower and they just sort of dissolve it and eat it. What the fuck? It's Why? It's fine. It's What's his motive? God, what does he want to do? Was in it. He was just evil. Channing yep. Tatum was in it was in it. Brendan Fraser was in it. Was there a... Uh, was there a character, like, called Joe in it? Or was no. Just... No, no, no. G.I. Joe is the name of the organisation. Oh, is it? Yes. Why? G.I. Joe, as an action figure range started out so it's it was just army men and there was the main character was just called gi joe that became action man over here the actual the same models um in the 80s hasbro decided to update it and call the organization gi joe which allowed them to make lots more varied characters instead of just one guy good old joe pretty sure like yeah, like the soldiers become known as Joes. Yes. Like each one is a GI Joe. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, they, they made a sequel to that, and I can't remember what happens in the it. The rocks in it. Kill, the rocks in it, and they kill Channing Tatum really early on. Oh, it was in the trailer. It was in the trailer. And they just kill him, and that happens right at the start. And they go, "Oh, was his name Duke?" Yes. Like his yeah, name his was name Duke. was Duke. Yeah. Yeah, and they go, "Oh, we're doing it for Duke or whatever." I can't remember oh, anything that was about it. Oh, someone could change their thingies in it as well. From Die Hard. Fuck, what's his name? I'm going to kick myself. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, Bruce Bruce Willis is, in is in it. Yes, he is. He puts bullets in a frying pan or something. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? What is this movie? <laughs> right, because he was, he was he's an old retired G.I. Joe yeah. who's living at home and like the, a government or the bad guys coming to get him. And he's like, hmm, okay, how am I going to escape? I'll put some bullets in a frying pan and then put it on high heat. So when they get hot enough, they'll all just ping off randomly. And I'll be like hightailing it out of here, but they'll think they're being shot at. That Genius. doesn't. That doesn't seem like it should work. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Do you want to try it? I mean, I don't that have seems... <laughs> How did he know that that was gonna work? Couldn't he not just have just got like? Oh no, nah, I don't. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Fuck you, Bruce Willis. I don't. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't think it was Bruce Willis's idea. <laughs> did you also know? Did you know? Did you also know there was a? It was it a rumor, or was it confirmed? It's set. It's technically set in the same universe as the first two Mummy movies. What? Oh, I think I did. Brendan yeah. Fraser is playing Rick O'Connell's grandson, who became part of the GI Joe. Wait, yes. wait. So his second name's O'Connell. Yes. Wait, okay, so... Wait, there's three mummy movies, though? Because any son's, like, in his, like, 20s in the... In the yeah, third yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So his son, Alex, just... Alex O'Connor, will have another kid. That kid is in G.I. Joe. And played by Brendan Fraser. Look at Joe, his mind's been blown. <laughs> I don't understand. 
I don't get it. Sure Why? If your camera had frozen for a minute, or if you and Jed were just so confused. I don't understand. Why would they? What? What need would they have to link those movies together? <laughs> it's like I'm pretty sure there were plans to link Transformers and GI Joe as well. Yes, See, that, and even that makes a little sense. There is a some new. There's sense. a new either theory or rumor, and I am in support of this that they are going to do another G.I. Joe movie and it's going to star John Cena and he, he will found G, he will found G.I. Joe after the events of the Bumblebee movie which I like right. different Same character right. wait okay so if that's the case and they do link it to Transformers that then means that the events of Transformers is also part of the mummy universe. No, 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 no. Cause Bumblebee's a reboot. Uh, it's reboot. fine. It's fine. Bumblebee's it's a right. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. That's all good then. So wait, so, but then would the, if you're doing another GI Joe with John Cena, would that then be part of the original too? If or it is, then yes, the mummy is part of the Transformers uh, universe. If the Bumblebee that happens. Universe would the be Bumblebee. part of the trans. Joe's head yeah. is literally just the modem sound right now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, this is like, it, you know, I don't even know what this is like. This is just like one person's like, oh man, you know, Brendan Fraser, he was good in The Mummy, you know. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, he's in our film. It's like, oh man, is it a sequel to, to, to The Mummy? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, all right. Must be. Oh. Well, I've kind of done, they didn't, they, it was a bit in Star Trek, the reboot, um, the first one. Where R2, like, R2-D2 goes like whizzing across the screen in yeah. space. Which means that technically... Well, thingy is as well. Star Wars and Star Trek are And a TIE fighter is that. in Man of Steel, so... And also, um, Indiana Jones, the appearing Indiana Jones as well. Oh, yeah. In, what is it? In, right. in the first one, there's hieroglyphics of R2 yeah. and C-3PO. And isn't the bit where in the fourth one where the nuke goes off? Isn't there an R2 there as well? Like yes, I think no, so. No, it's not then. It's not then. It's later in the film. With the spaceship. Things cra- yeah, the spaceship and the temple things crashing. He like flies down briefly for like half a second. You yeah. can see him. And so, um, E.T. Go. E.T. is on the Galactic Council in Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All, so, all, they're all connected, man. All, so all Star of Wars is okay, oh my so god and, the, and the, the rock the rock is in gi joe 2 and the mummy 2 the scorpion, the scorpion. king oh god yeah he is oh ah! he's a descendant of the scorpion king <laughs> oh man it's the scorpion oh, king's great, they... great 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 grandson <laughs> we made like four of those but he was only in the first one yeah we made so many scorpion oh my days right okay so so we've got two universes here. We've got the Star Wars one, which the very first part, point in the timeline is the Indiana Jones. No, actually, no, it'd be Star Wars one. It's the Star Wars event would be the very first. Some point after Star Wars, Indiana Jones happens. And then E.T. happens in the 80s. Yeah. And then skip about 100, 200 years, Star Trek happens. Yeah. There you go. It lines up perfectly. It lines up. Oh, they're all up. just friends who went to the same, like, you know, film schools and, like, we're just reading way put, too into it. All, <laughs> too boring. They're all linked. They're all linked. Um, this is a great sign, I think, 
that we all hate this movie so fucking much that we've gone on two <laughs> massive tangents about like seven other movies. I so, say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other <laughs> fight scene that I think was funny was, if we remember that talking point, the, um, the last bit where M. Bison can fly. That's fun, isn't it? <laughs> he, was, he was trying to use science for it, right? Why bother doing that in this sort of movie? Just say he just can. Yeah. He just can. Yeah. No, they said, oh, maglev and bullet trains, and that's how I can fly. <laughs> What's the line? Where he's like, where he's like, the Japanese use it to levitate bullet trains, and I use it to levitate me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's just boots that glow. Like, I've got I the fucking line like somewhere. Primary. Um, My guy Gomez didn't deserve this. You, nah. you come, you came here prepared to fight a madman, and instead you <laughs> find a god. <laughs> he can just float around and shoot lightning. I mean, um, did we? Thor, did we all think that's what Thor does, isn't it? Oh my god! He's, he's supposed to be a god. It's all connected. Did, did we all? <laughs> Did we all find it uh, satisfying that despite all the levitating and lightning powers, he was killed by like one spin kick that knocked him really far into a TV? Played three times over though, so. <laughs> yeah, is it. Of three spin kicks. Is it one spin kick that was so powerful he felt it three times, or is it Spider Man, Japanese Spider Man logic? Oh, Jap <laughs> oh boy. It just keeps happening. Um, yeah. That's the movie. Lots of dumb fight scenes. There's, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fight scene in a cage. It's rubbish. There's a fight scene on a bridge. It's rubbish. There's a fight scene on a model village. It's rubbish. And What's that? Yeah, yeah. That's on, how memorable Bisonopolis. There's a bit where, where Bison's like, this is Bisonopolis. Make the food court bigger. All the brands will want in. And then later on, he, Honda and Zangief have a fight on top of it. Sure. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take your word for it, Sam. I don't, I don't plan on watching this again, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> to, um, to check. Joe, you mentioned having some of the lines written down. Uh, it really is the, um, the, the, you know, the, the lines and the delivery that make this uh, what it is. I really liked when Guile fakes his own death. And DJ's like, that's great news, news General. Congratulations. And, and Bison goes, on the contrary, I mourn. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love how See, insane he is. The um, the lines that I mean, I only had I had three lines written down. Two of them are like one after the other, and they're all from the same scene. The first one is when the guy shows up from the United Nations or wherever it is they're from, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna pay him," and he's like, "No, I'm not gonna do it." And the lines, the line the guy says is like, um, "What is it?" He says, "He's like." He's like, Colonel, have you lost your mind? And he goes, no, but you've lost your balls. <laughs> and it's like, oh my burn, I guess? Sick burn? Question mark? I couldn't. And then the other one is when he confronts his men. And he's like, the war is cancelled. That's not how you say that line. If you're going to announce that they're ending the war, just be like, yeah, we're not fighting anymore. It's like, yeah, they've cancelled the war. They like, cancelled oh, us. Fuck. Netflix have cancelled the war. Oh, Will man, they ever stop? Views. People weren't watching it. Oh man, it's like fuck off. Uh, I mean, Guile. Guile has constant weird lines. Like there's the one where <clears throat> Chun Li breaks in 
and discovers his dead body. They have a weird confrontation. Then she escapes and T-Hawk goes, what a screw up. And the guy pokes his head out the window and goes, what a woman. Thanks for that, Guile. Um, the absolute best one, though. At, oh, wait, no. No, there's a great bit I've forgotten. Right at the start of the movie, when Guile's doing the weird talk on the news thing, and then M. Bison somehow talks to him through the news. Hacks the news. Hacks the something. news. Ha- oh, he hacks the news on his weird little arcade cabinet controller. Con- you know, the, his uh, little yeah. flying thing. I actually quite liked that. But he hacks the news and um, and Bison goes, choke on it. And Guile goes, I'd be happy to, dickhead. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <do> you, want- <laughs> you want to add like a no homo or something? I don't know. What kind of movie's going on here? <laughs> um, but the best line in all of cinema and best delivery, which I will attempt to replicate and fail, is again, one of Bison's. The day M. Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. And for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. Oh I love him. <laughs> so, so, so in summary, from what we can remember, we didn't like any of the scenes or the plot or the fight sequences or the characters. This is great fucking news. <laughs> so, so what we'll do is we'll go around in a circle and give any final thoughts we have on the movie and each give it a score out of 10. Good luck, Street Fighter. And I'll use math to get an overall score out of 100 and we'll see where it ranks on our list of the best toys movies of all time. Amelia, kick us off. This movie was in my brain for a couple of seconds and then it left. So, oh, I, yeah. I'm not even going to, again, talk about this for ages because it was just a load of crap. The only thing that was good about it was my guy Gomez. I Raul? Raul? Uh, yeah, Raul Julia. Raul. Yeah. He's, so, he's such a fab actor. And there's an amazing video on, the, on YouTube that I watched before this basically saying that like why it's a bad movie but why it's good. And I really like the fact that supposedly the reason why he took this role is because his kids love Street Fighter. Aww. And he did it for them. So that, yeah. like... It's basically uh, the way the guy in the video worded it was. It was his dying gift to his kids, and I was. It just got me. Mm, I'm not not sure I'd want this to be the gift from my dad. You know what I mean? No. Appreciate the thought, Dad. Yeah. So all because of him. It's a one. It's a one. Jacob. What What is this? I mean, I've been. Ah, uh, when I try and like rate a movie, I don't. I don't always do it by the same thing. Sometimes it's oh, if it's on, would I turn it off? Yeah. Or would I keep watching it? Would I actively go out and watch this movie? Would I leave a cinema if it was on? Why? Why does it? I hate it. I hate all of it. It's bad. It's just fucking. I don't. I don't even know what what to even give it. Um, I think based on Amelia's story alone, I'm probably gonna have to agree and just give it a one. Because what? <laughs> what? <sighs> Joe. I mean, I was actually weird. Like I was gonna say the exact same thing that Amelia said. <laughs> the, I'm gonna give it a one as well, purely based on the fact that is 
that he did it for his kids. Like, this film... Oh, my God. This film is so trash that I have... In my brain, I have decided that I am never going to watch this film ever again. (laughs) I'm going to actively avoid... If this film is on the TV, I'm going to turn it off. I am never going to subject my my brain. I've got a question for you, though. What if... In the future, li- little mini Joe, Daddy, can we watch Street Fighter? What are you gonna say? Absolutely not. Is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> little mini Joe is also somehow American. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. I could be. Big things could happen, Joe. You never know. There you go. But then this is the thing. That was gonna be the next thing. I'm gonna like actively make sure that my kids stay away from this trash. What if, what if in the future, Street Fighter is this, for whatever reason, this like bizarre cultural touchstone and all the other kids make fun of your kid because he's got to admit in school, oh, my dad, he banned me from watching Street Fighter. (laughs) Well, you know what? He can deal with it. (laughs) He can just deal with it. I don't care. He's not watching this film. I'm just, oh, too bad. It, It doesn't, it doesn't deserve to exist. Ah. Did we Doesn't find out like to exist. Did we find uh, out how much like, money they wasted on this film? Yes, actually, we usually do this at the start. Let's let's uh, segment. Um, <laughs> if I tell you the budget, do you want to guess the box office? Go on. Cuz I, I know I know the numbers. Uh 33 million dollar budget. Oh god, all that money. I Could think have, I've seen 33 it. 33 million dollars. I think I've seen it, so I'll go last. Oh, don't put me first. God damn. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. 35 million. Thought it was 33. It's 35. 35. Jesus. Even more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two more million dollars. Six, Two million. million. 60 million. Okay, you reckon it profited? Go on. Joe? I... The thing is, it came out around Christmas. This isn't a Christmas film. But it is also the 90s, so... Street Fighters, like... I mean, when does the first one come out? I imagine it came out around this time. Well, not around this time, but like it would have still been pretty big. Let me check for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, is this box office first in general, or just like the opening weekend? No, this is global box office. This is what it took in the end. I'm gonna say about a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. You so you thought it lost dramatically <laughs> no, thirty five million. No, it made a hundred thousand dollars. What a travesty. I, mean, I hope so. I, ho- I, hope I can it. confirm I to you making this film. The arcade cabinet came out in Japan in eighty seven for the first game. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a hundred mil for the thing because mil. I mean there might have been that general intrigue there. For it and be like everyone's like oh it's a street fighter film there's no there's no proper internet then so doesn't you know no one could have this is this is the year where the mighty morphin power rangers theme tune is chart topping and i might think it's a banger but i've got bad taste in everything so <laughs> <laughs> right my final guess if i if if because like i said i watched the video before i come on now the picture i saw it had 33 million for domestic and 66 million i think for like 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 worldwide so my guess is gonna be 90 million if you're combining the two around that technically joe would have been the most accurate but amelia you were on exactly the right lines 99 million dollars 
made nah. over 60 mil overall, no. which no. is insane. No, it just encourages Why? bad behavior. It doing so <laughs> yeah, this it's this movie's fault because this is the weird thing because it's 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 rubbish, it's trash. They do the weird thing at the end where they all pause like video <laughs> game characters. <laughs> Oh, uh, someone made enough money and probably bought like a fucking new car or something off the bunny. They don't deserve it. <laughs> it basically made Jean-Claude Van Damme a household name. Like it solidified him as a new action what, star, like which is crazy. Years. For like um, 10 years. I wouldn't consider him a thingy anymore. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. You can say Jean-Claude Van Damme and they'll be like, that guy from the beer adverts in the snow, you know. Oh, that is him. <laughs> that is him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Coors Light, right, okay. isn't it the the brand? Oh my god, he's he's been weathered. Yes, <laughs> yes, isn't he has. That episode of Always Sunny where they're making a film and they're like, oh, let's bring him back, let's make him a star again, and then they they make him like a a dog man or something. <laughs> I can't that's remember. The film, that's the film. They're Sounds writing, like Always like, Sunny. Like make him like a dog man or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. This is. This is odd. Uh, and it probably is the direct contributor to why there's a Dead or Alive movie. Thank me for not having to watch that. The Mortal Kombat movies. Uh, the Far Cry movie. Um, oh, all the, I've seen that. It's terrible. It's yeah. awful. It's based all on the, the Uwe Ball game. movies. The Max Payne movie where he fights demons. Oh, God. It's got Mark Wahlberg in it. Yes, it does have Mikey Mike. Yep. As it. Max Payne. Um, so this movie's got a lot to answer for and y'all have terrified me a little bit because I think my score was overshooting. This is a bad movie, but it does make me laugh. Oh no. Oh no. Do I, do I commit? Go with your heart. (laughs) I want to give it, I want to give it a four out of 10. Uh, I want to give We're it a judging four. you hard. I don't blame you. I, I think it is just because of that. It was Tuesday line, but this movie has been somewhere in my head ever since I watched it when I was a wee boy. It was probably a decade ago. For better or worse, it's been there, and I've been happy to have it be there. And I can't explain that to you because I agree that I don't like anyone in it. I don't like anything in it. I just find some of the lines funny. That's not good. <laughs> I can't give it a four. I gave Vertigo a four. I have, <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to knock it down to a two. Okay, that gives us... More reasonable. That <laughs> gives us, out of a hundred, out of a possible hundred, 12.5. Making it the third worst third. movie. Third worst what, movie of what all is worse? time. What have we voted worse than this? Fantastic Four and the Holiday Special. Oh, okay. Wow. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know, though. I, I kind of want to change my answer now to put it even lower. Because this, like, for even fa- I could follow Fantastic Four's plot, at least. But you know what I mean? You wouldn't watch this. that again, either. There's no, there's no way you'd watch that again. No, I wouldn't. But if my kid wanted to watch it, I would be like, all right, it's up well, to did, you, I guess. Did, did Street Fighter make you angry, though, the way this did? It did because it wasted my time. <laughs> I didn't spend two hours <laughs> of my life to watch it. I mean, no, I suppose. I mean, I, I can live with it still being like ranked among the, you know, the third worst film we've done. I suppose. 
but I don't know. <laughs> happiness all around. Um, so that brings us to the most important part of the show. Let's find out what we're going to be watching next week. Amelia, let us know. Yes, I'm not going to lie. I had a moment, as most of us do. Started today, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I've got to think of a movie. I haven't even thought of one. And we're going to go with a movie which is easily accessible. It's on Disney+. Plus. Nice. That's what I like. Sweet. It came out in 2009. And I was poking and prodding you guys a bit before the uh, episode started. Due to uh, current affairs, we'll say... Splash Mountain's getting changed over, isn't oh. it? Two-way Princess and the Frog uh, ride. And I look back, we've done animated movies, but we've not really done an animated Disney musical. So I thought, after the shit show that we've had to sit through, I thought, well, I've, we'll watch a sing-songy, princessy movie, because why not? Why not? Let's do it. And oh, like no. I say, it's, it's easy <laughs> to get hold of. Amelia, Amelia, you've doomed us. You've doomed us. Go on. Four privileged white people to have to talk about <laughs> a movie that involves race relations. <laughs> While the biggest the thing? thing in the world is the Black Lives Matter movement. We are not qualified for this. Yeah, but this is the thing. <laughs> but this is the thing. I'm not going to make the episode this, like you say, oh, look, we're four white people talking about it. I'm going to look at this from a movie that, because when I, I saw this film in the cinemas as a young child, and I really enjoyed it. Do you know what I mean? Like, this was a movie that I was like, this is really good. And I'm, I'm happy that this film is now getting more love and attention because, like, it's a good film. It's got great music. It's got a good plot. You know, the, ca- the characters are, re- are really cool. Like, the it's villain got, is awesome. It's got sort of jazz-based soundtrack, doesn't it? It does. I've not actually seen it. I've not seen it. I've not seen it. I've, I know the villain, though. I've seen the bits of the villain. I, I'll, the villain's pretty cool. Is that witch yeah, so doctor guy, isn't it? Creepy as. Yeah, Dr. Facilier. So yeah, I'm not going to go into this preaching to everyone because there's better videos you can find out there about yeah. that of people who yeah. know their shit. And I'd rather people go and find that instead. And, and at the end of the day, there's not really anything we can add. It's important that you listen to others during times exactly. like this. Like people who actually, you know, go through this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, good. That's calmed me down because I did. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> We're all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, all right. Cool. Cool. It's a Disney movie I've never seen. Should be up some time. So, thank you very much for joining us on this episode about Street Fighter. I hope you didn't have to watch it like we did. But regardless, if you have, let us know what you think of the movie and this video in the comments down below. If you've been listening to us on your favorite podcasting apps, you can find us on YouTube by searching for the Outtakes Movie Podcast. And if you have watched the video then you can do the same but inverse. That's fun, isn't it? Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram by searching for the real outtakes to find out updates and stuff about what's coming up on the show. And that is uh, it. That's fun. feel out of practice because it's been a while since the last one. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's good. Street, street fire. <laughs> KO. You win. Perfect. Finish, wait, it's finish him. Is that from... Is, that's that Mortal Kombat. Finish it. Oh, that's Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Oh no, that's sad. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, it's still a fighting game, so in my mind, uh, it's all the same. Fight some guys. Don't, don't get started about same universes again, Joe. <laughs> Episode's finishing. Don't, don't do it. <laughs>